You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? At Lindsay Yuck. Wow. Can't believe Tom Brady lost two Super Bowls to someone who got benched for Geno Smith. So by the transitive property, Tom Brady should be benched for, for Geno, I guess, right? Yeah, but then Something. Geno, who did Geno get benched for? Uh, Geno's been benched for a lot of guys, I think. Yeah. I'm Ryan so Patrick. Uh, 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 Harold Rosengarten asked me, has anyone ever started for both the Jets and the Giants, which Gino is about to do on, on Thursday night? Apparently, nobody has. Nobody has. Lee Grosscup played for both teams. He started for the Jets. He relieved many games for the Giants, but as like a third stringer. So he threw about 50 passes for the Giants. Never as a starter. So Gino will be the first quarterback to ever start for the Jets and the Giants. And ostensibly, opening day 2018, Eli Manning will be the second. So you think Eli's going to the Jets? No, prob- I mean that'd be something. It's possible. It wouldn't shock me. I, I don't Eli know. I, I mean, is Eli Manning better than Josh McCown at this point? A thirty-nine-year-old Josh McCown. Well, this is my question: Will Eli be a starting quarterback in the NFL next year? I mean, I have this question too. Like, let's say we were because I have him in legal leagues. Let's say it was a twelve quarterback league where like QBs were really undroppable. Obviously, he's droppable in, in our league now. But what if it's a twelve quarterback league? Like, you almost want to hold on to him. I think he might retire. Uh, he'll retire if he doesn't get offered a starting job. I think if someone wants to start him, he would he would probably stick around. I mean, listen, with a competent offensive line and, like, uh, you know, good receivers, he's better than, like, Blink Gabbert, right? Well, people are speculating in my fantasy football league that he might go to Jacksonville for that very reason. Like, right now, you mean? Like, should they cut him? Well, no. <laughs> that would be funny. That would actually be <laughs> cool. Next year. I mean, Coughlin would for sure swoop him up. I mean, it's better than... Oh, yeah, I forgot about the whole Coughlin thing. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's probably why they're talking about it. Oh, man, people in your league must run circles around you. You're stupid. So now you posted a picture of yourself with Braun Strowman. WWE superstar. Yeah, I don't know who that is. He's like their new Undertaker or Kane. I have no idea who he is. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's large. Uh, I went to two lunches today. Okay. Uh, let's start with the second one first. Well, you're really uh, the gentleman like, I was sitting uh, across from. Would, would you would you say that like you're like a blue blood? Would you would you agree with that <laughs> sentiment? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. I just feel like you're like. Why? Well, like, I had lunch hot. at the Harvard Club. Yeah, I feel like you're. That was your second <laughs> lunch. Your first lunch was at a thousand dollar plate. Uh, I checked seven hundred fifty dollars a plate. Um, lunch luncheon. <laughs> you checked. 
And then, of course, like Jack. Well, yeah, but I'd pay that all day. And then uh, your second. Your, all right. Your, so, well, I, I I just need to make a comment here. So, look, granted, I was brought up as an Orthodox Jew mm. who kept kosher, yeah. so I was sort of trained to to dislike. Uh, you know, various uh, aquatic sea life, at least as an as a thing to eat. Okay, but um, I, I can see the appeal of like, of like lobster. It's a lot of work, yeah. but if somebody's doing the work, I mean, me, it was I just a curb enthusiasm episode about oysters, and I was anti oyster. You're anti oyster, no, right? I know. Well, this that, that's where I'm going here. Okay. Oysters to me are so gross. They look gross. They're like, ugh, they're like, they're so disgusting. The guy I was sitting across from at my second lunch today literally got oysters. And I, I was thinking about, you know, your podcast I had just listened to an hour before that, and obviously the Curb episode I saw a day before that. And I was so disgusted, I literally couldn't look at him when he was eating. I had to, like, stare down yeah, at my food. I, could, I was I so disgusted. See, I could see that. I, I'm like, I don't even know really what eating oysters look like. No one's ever eaten oysters next to me. Someone messaged really me and was gross. like, how come you've never had a cheeseburger? Like, people really, you know, we forget, like, what people don't know about what we do. Like, we're very niche, you know? Yeah, we don't we don't cook a kid in its mother's milk, and that we interpret to mean that we can't eat meat and cheese on the same uh, sandwich for some reason. Is a hamburger a sandwich? I mean, obviously it is. That's a I should question. save this for the next hot takeoff. But do you know what I've been trying out on a take? I've been trying out on people. In, yeah. In thirty years, every Democrat is going to be a vegan, or at least vegetarian, if not vegan, and Republicans are going to be like proud meat eaters. It'll be like guns or abortion now. I yeah, take. I think that takes a little bit too hot. No, thirty years? No, maybe two hundred years. Two hundred years? We'll all be dead. We're, there's no chance we're even going to be around <laughs> thirty years. Oh, you want to be alive for this era? You're saying. No, no. For the, I, I mean, I'm on the, I'm on the freaking vegan side. I'd love to be dead. I'm not going to become a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, so my first lunch. We was at the uh, it was a uh, it was a lunch fundraiser for the March of Dimes. Mm-hmm. Good organization. It and was you actually famously a cool hate event. charity. Was, you know, like... So this was very was a big conflict for you. <laughs> when did that happen? Who paid for this? Did um, you, was this like a work trip? Yeah, my firm took out a table. Okay, fine. So you got to meet. Like... Well, but actually, I did end up. You had to pay. I did end up paying. So well, oh yeah. So yeah. So basically, every single uh, sports media personality was there. So like the announcers for. Like every single channel, every single sport, like everybody was there, uh, and and also all all like the the booth guy, not, not the um what's it called the the guys back at the studio. So like you know Bill Cower and, and you know Chris Carter and those kinds of guys, um, and, and then a bunch of players from uh from mostly from New York based teams, you know like former Giants like Harry Carson and former Knicks, you know like Earl the Pearl Monroe and John Starks. By the way, John Starks shows up at every event. I think I see John Starks like That's well, I definitely gig. see more he's than like I see a, you. He's like the Knicks community liaison, I think. So he just does yeah. that. Yeah, he, he he's a big Baltzaduck as we say. So anyway, I got a funny story for you. So at one point, um Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, I got the names correct, yes, right? They're married in real life. Yeah, they they come up onto the dais. And, uh, and and they and they start talking about how they got involved in the March of Dimes, which is a charity that goes towards uh, supporting you know kids in the NICU basically. And they talked about how Stephanie, went, they, the two of them, went to a, a hospital uh, in Brooklyn somewhere, and they saw like a very very preemie baby. And and here's where the story gets very funny. The baby's name was Shlomo. And so there's a picture. <laughs> so uh, so Triple H leans into the microphone and he says, "And I saw this little baby. His name was Shlomo, and he was so small." He could fit in the palm of my hand, or you know, something like that. Um, anyways, <laughs> so Shlomo's a premium. He weighs like two pounds. But this is where the story gets off the rails. Stephanie and Triple H tell us in the story mm-hmm. that Shlomo's parents, and by the way, I, in the pictures that they're showing on the big screen, Shlomo's parents look exactly like you think they'd look. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> 
Yeah. Shlomo's parents tell Stephanie and Triple H that they were training to become professional wrestlers. That sounds dubious. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds very dubious. I could say there has never been a child in America named Shlomo whose parents were professional wrestlers. <laughs> it narrows it down to zero. I agree. Yeah. So I, I was questioning the veracity of the story, but basically this is why they were so inspired because uh, they saw little little Shlomo, uh, and that's how they ins- were inspired to get involved with this. But then the uh, the March of Dimes, they did a very smart thing actually, which I think other charities should uh, should copy. And my second lunch was also a charity lunch, and so I told the guy I was sitting with, I said, you know, I think that this charity that I was at my second lunch for should uh, should copy uh, what what the March of Dimes did, which is you know they have on every single place setting a card where you fill out to make a donation, right? Mm-hmm. And usually a schlepper like me, who's at this, uh, you know, at this lunch free of charge, I'm taking the food. I'm not. I'm not leaving a check. But um, the then they said, you know, who's going to be collecting the checks, the, the the little cards from every table? And all of a sudden, professional wrestlers start running out from every corner of the room. Okay. And they're like dressed in their like regular outfits. Now I don't know who any of these people they're, were. They're wrestling out. Like but, I saw one picture on Twitter, and Titus O'Neil, who wears like just like uh, underwear to oh. the ring. Oh, he's an extremely muscular black guy yes, in like tight, he was tight little red just underwear. Underwear at this charity event. Yes, That's yeah, he's awesome. a very uh, he's, he's like very, their uh, biggest charity man. guy. Like he doesn't even wrestle. He's like a professional charity goer. Like he's they every yeah. month they like honor him for like oh. dad of the year or something. Like he's not. I, 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 he's 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 a good looking uh, piece of man. I gotta say. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. He literally <laughs> doesn't even he barely wrestles. Like he's literally just like a spokesman. <laughs> One of the female wrestlers who was at the table right next to mine, so I overheard her. I, I got the brawn guy you were talking about. But one of the female wrestlers at the table next to me, somebody said, can I shake your hand? She said, nope, don't shake hands. I only kick ass. You want me to kick your ass? <laughs> was she small or big? <laughs> well, actually, there was two of them right next to me. One was very small, petite, and blonde hair, but the one who said that was very big. Oh, okay. So it's either – it's it's a, it's a Rock family member. Either Nia Jax, his cousin, or Tamina Snuka, the Rock's cousin. Half of WWE yeah, is, re- is literally related to Dwayne Johnson. Like his family Anyways. is half the company. Oh. So anyway, so the point is, yeah, so this um so this brawn character starts screaming in my face, Have you given a check yet? Oh my god. So I, I made a, I made a donation. That's amazing. So Braun Strowman, <laughs> yeah. like the scariest guy on earth, bullied you into, into giving charity. What 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 yeah. you what you what you write down? One eighty? I wrote a number. What does it matter? Oh you're <laughs> by the way, for all your faults, which are literally infinite. You always yeah. answer questions. This is like the first. How, did did you was the check three sixty? No, I did not give three hundred and sixty dollars. Oh, okay. So what I'm saying you you weren't pressured. No one was looking. So you gave a hundred bucks. No, they didn't look at the number. Yeah, I, I gave a number. Oh, it was less than a hundred dollars. Wow, that's no. Weird. I gave I gave more. It doesn't matter. I I gave I gave much more than I ate. I can say that much. Okay. Well, oh, you didn't eat anything there, right? They didn't have a special kosher <laughs> meal for you. Yeah, I knew I was going to my second lunch with the with the prawns and the oysters. Yeah. Well, what do you get at your second yeah. lunch? I, uh, you know, they get like from a kosher restaurant. It, it was actually it was too much because they it's like a full course. You know, I had like they had a salad and they had bread and they had steak and they had dessert. Like you know, it was it's a little awkward to be eating like four courses for a, uh, uh, you know, when it's all triple wrapped. This is like really uh, not interesting to everybody in the world. So no, yeah, I'm not even listening, and I'm on this podcast. All right, you ready for you ready for a draft? Questions. You ready to do a game? Do you have anything else uh, before we do our weekly draft? No, you're gonna uh, pounce this one on me, also, right? Oh yeah, I, we really should plan this ahead of time, but I didn't. Open up the Week 13 NFL schedule, if you will. Okay. Now we're gonna play the one o'clock touchdown game. The one o'clock touchdown yes. game. We used to. I we used to play this at NBC, or we talk about playing it. We'd always forget. 
Okay. You're, we, we're going to draft a team of players, ostensibly fantasy football-type players, running backs and wide receivers, and whosoever player scores the first touchdown of the 1 o'clock hour wins. If nobody scores, then we redo the draft next week, double or nothing. So it's, how's it possible for nobody to score? It's No, because it's the first touchdown on Sunday at 1 o'clock. So it could oh, be our one of our players the first score. one. There are nine games at 1 o'clock. Yeah, but, but there's a million players who could score. It could be, it could be like a punt return yeah, for a touchdown. Well, then it's or double or, you could double or nothing the whole season. Okay. Until someone wins. Okay, fine. That's, but I want to start. I didn't want to start it. Are we taking quarterback? Can, are we taking to quarterbacks to the throwing touchdown? No, or it has to be it's running. Just, it's just uh, scoring. Okay. All right. Okay. Got it. So let's do. We'll do Got ten. Uh, we each get ten picks, and then next week, so it's for five dollars, our usual bet. But if no one wins next week's for ten dollars, and so on and so forth. Got it. Okay. So you have the list of one o'clock games. That's Vikings, Falcons, Patriots, Bills. Yep. Niners, Bears. Mm-hmm. The yep. Bays versus each other, Houston, Tennessee, yeah. Denver, Miami, yep. Chiefs, Jets, yep. Colts, Jaguars, got it. Lions, Ravens. Oh, I'm just listing tell, listing them for the. Uh, the okay, the, who's the picking viewer. first? Uh, you want first or next two? Uh, you can take first. I don't care. Okay, I will go with uh, Julio Jones going against your team. Julio Jones, 60 yard touchdown. To uh, yeah, I was thinking of him. I was thinking of him. I'm going to go with with Gronk. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna stick with my team. I'm gonna go with uh, Stefan Diggs. All right. So you're going with Gronk's and Gronk and Diggs. Now you could pick nine guys from one team. You could do. You could do whatever you want. There's no real rules. Um, yeah. Are we limited by positions? No. No. You could. You could. I mean, you could pick a defender. You could pick anybody. You could pick your grandma. Um, okay. How many guys are we picking each? We're gonna pick. We'll each pick ten to make it. You know, uh, have, have give us ourselves a reasonable shot. We also have to like track this. Because it'll be hard to track yeah. after the fact. It like, uh, yeah. Although the the official <laughs> NFL thing does give an actual time, so you could go. Oh. Um just yeah, just plug in red zone. Oh, that's true. Also, you could just plug in red zone. I will pick with my second pick. I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Cooks of the Patriots, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take um, Kareem Hunt of the Chiefs. I know he hasn't done anything, but. Maybe the Jets yeah, will. It's uh, been a while for him. While. All right, I am going to take. I think I should go all in on the Vikings. Is what I should. Oh, you know what? Is Devonta Freeman playing? Do we know is he back? I don't know. I don't know what his status is. All right, uh, I'll take. Uh, I'll hope he's back. I'll take Devonta Freeman. Mm-hmm. Assuming the Falcons are going to run it, and then I will also take. Mm, let's give me uh, some. Some Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray. Not bad. I'm going to go with DeMarco Murray. Different Murray for the Titans playing the Texans. And I'm going to pick uh, Rex Burkhead of the New England Patriots. All right. Well, you you obviously took the wrong uh, running back. I'm going to take Deion Lewis. For the Patriots. Well, Rex had two touchdowns this past week. They do like yeah, to switch Deion's off weeks. Yeah, it's hard to predict with them. Um, all right, I will take. I'll take uh, Thielen, Adam Thielen. I'm going all, all right, so you're going very heavily Vikings. I'm going to take Alex Collins of the Ravens playing the Lions. Oh, I forgot about that game. Yeah. yeah. No one really interesting on the Detroit side. 
And Baltimore's defense is really good. What, you know, a good pick that I'm not going to pick is T.Y. Hilton because even though he sucks, like if he does score, it's going to be on like a 70-yard touchdown that could be at like 103, you know? Yeah. But it's gets a pass defense. It's a crazy pick. Uh, so I'm going to go with LaShawn McCoy of the Bills playing the Patriots. All right. I will take uh, Marvin Jones because he's been getting a lot of touchdowns lately. Yeah, a lot of touchdowns. Saving my fantasy team. Yeah. And um, who else is left? Oh, for Jacksonville, I will take uh, Fournette. Uh, that's a good pick. Leonard Fournette. Okay. Um, let's see. Tampa Bay. I'm gonna, I'll go with Mike Evans of the Bucks. And now I have two picks left. So I will pick... By the way, this seems really boring to me. But what do you mean for the people listening? Oh, yeah, they've shut this off. <laughs> but it'll be fun at 1 o'clock on Sunday for five minutes. Yeah, you got to track this one. I got enough to worry about. I wrote down mine. I could, I'll could. i track a one. That's pretty simple. And then uh, Tennessee Tennessee doesn't have any receivers. Did, has anyone picked Andre Hopkins yet? I'll pick Andre Hopkins. Oh, yeah, that's a good pick. All right, I'll take uh, Robbie Anderson of your Jets. Yeah, that's a that's also a good like one o'clock bet. They get the ball first, maybe they throw it deep to uh, Robbie. I got to take one more guy, right? One more guy. Yeah, uh, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. You're going with Travis Kelsey, and I will pick. I'll go with T. Y. Hilton of the of the Colts. Maybe he'll uh, finally break out. You said you weren't going to take him. All right, I like. Okay, this was exciting. All right, that was one of the great drafts of all time. Um, all right, week thirteen, league where they play for pay. Yep. Do you, ra- do, do you have, do you have so. the games ranked by uh, by import or excitement? Yeah, of course I do. Who do you think you're talking? How many games? Say, I, we're going to argue about this. How many games would you say are irrelevant this weekend of the sixteen? Irrelevant? Yes. There's five of them. So you're counting the first one. You're counting Cowboys Redskins. No, I think that's still relevant. Oh, so then In what theory, are your five you irrelevant games? Give me your what, one of those teams that's five and six can run right, the table. Okay, no, because I, I mean, obviously, anyone who goes ten and six has a ch- chance. I just thought you would be stubborn because you've been calling for like a ten and a half, eleven win NFC team. Yeah. So then, what are your five? I mean, there's irrelevant only there's games? only there's only nine games that really matter. There's really seven irrelevant games. Yeah, but let's what, be were, what were the five? What were your five irrelevant games? San Francisco, San Francisco Chicago, Chicago. Is obviously irrelevant. The Bay game, Tampa Green Bay, is irrelevant. Yeah, Denver at Miami. That's beyond irrelevant, yeah. Yeah. Then, I mean, Giants at Oakland and Cleveland and, and at the Chargers are just automatic wins for Oakland and the Chargers. Okay, so they're but they're not irrelevant. I, I wouldn't call those irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're unwatchable. The Giants and, and Browns are trying to lose. They, you, they could be 16 and 15 in watchability. But, like, the yeah. Raiders might make the playoffs, and the Chargers, like, you know. Are probably favorites to make the playoffs, will, yeah. Like, but I'm going to call now. The Chargers win a playoff game this year. I mean the well. It, I mean the Chiefs are just so bad right now. I think they will come out of it. You know, I have some faith in Andy Reid. I do think that they overused Hunt the first few weeks and he hit a wall. And because they didn't have um, Spencer Ware, like they, you know, they saying the Chargers are going to uh, win a playoff game is not a hot take. I think they're going to be favored because they'll be the four seed and they'll be hosting Jacksonville or Tennessee, whoever doesn't win that division. And then there's no way that Jacksonville or Tennessee would be a road favorite the way they've been playing. Listen, I was thinking, like, what, what's the, the four, five, and the three, six games if the season ended today in the AFC? Do you know them? Right now? No, tell me what it is. Well, I think the Buffalo-Jacksonville game, right? The, 
the Jaguars would be the well, I guess the Titans. No, Bal- Baltimore leapt over uh, Buffalo. Right, right. So Monday no, night. well Tennessee. So how about this? I mean Tennessee's three technically because they have the tiebreaker over the yeah because they beat Jacksonville. Tennessee, yeah, they would be Buffalo. hosting Baltimore. If Tennessee Buffalo was the Thursday no, night Baltimore. game this week. Bal- Baltimore. Oh, I hear what you're saying. Baltimore's in ahead of Buffalo. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean they're tied to six and five. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch Baltimore or Buffalo at Tennessee. But, like, Tennessee-Baltimore, if that was on on Thursday night, you would not watch it. The same way you probably didn't watch Houston-Baltimore on Monday night. Oh, I did watch it because of fantasy football okay. ramifications. Yeah, but the playoff game, yeah, there's no a... fantasy football. I would have been eliminated from the playoffs, and the only thing I care about, if not for uh, DeAndre Hopkins, is a magical performance. Are you in the playoffs in the AYFFL? That's what I'm talking about. I, I mean, I, I, I need help in, uh, in Week 13. I can't believe your ostensibly serious league allows six teams in the playoffs. Why? I feel like four should but, is the correct amount. But it's also everybody plays everybody, so it you know it doesn't really matter whether there's. Four oh, in or your six. league, everyone plays yeah. everyone. In the playoffs, what does that mean? Everyone plays everyone. In in week fourteen, the three, four, five, and six teams all battle, and the top two advance to face the top two seeds in week fifteen. Okay. In week fifteen, one, two, and those two teams battle, and then the top two teams advance to face each other in the championship. Okay, I like that actually. I don't know why you didn't yeah. suggest that for our league, but. Well, we are doing everybody plays everybody in our league. But then, then in the yeah, playoffs, just, it becomes uh, single elimination. It becomes just like yeah, a, like an yeah. old-school matchup. Yeah, but we, but we do allow you to pick your opponent. So yes, that's we good. allow picking opponent. You can call it. And wait, yeah. in our league, can the one pick the two, or they can only pick the three or the four? No, no, no. No, no. Yeah, you can only pick up the lower seats. Oh, because your dumb brother in our league made it that the one could pick the two, three, or the four. No offense. So that the only seed that matters is, is the one seed. Right. I don't know why he did that. And the th- No, but the three seed could pick the four seed in, yeah. this, in, the, in the quarterfinals also. I don't know why yeah. you did that. I mean, it's just I don't understand why any league in in like real professional leagues don't do this where you can pick your playoff opponents. It's it a thousand awesome. times it's better. It's such a Bill Simmons idea, yeah. but it's like one of his really good ideas. It is it, it, yeah. it is smart. There's no reason not to. All right, so let's pick these games. Uh, last week we tied again. Um, <laughs> although I, I have to say, after the after our podcast ended, I flip flopped and, and uh, went to pick the Chargers against the Cowboys. But on the podcast, I picked the Cowboys, so I'll stay consistent there. So you beat me there. But then uh, I picked Arizona to beat Jacksonville, which. Uh, Seems kind of crazy at the time, but it worked out. Yeah, and so I, tied, I picked against the spread this week for the first time in months. Yes, you did. You get you guessed the lines. Guess the lines. And um, you know, I, I beat you, but at, le- at least you're back in the game. So, yeah, I showed up. Let's uh, let's all right. So let's let's start with an irrelevant game Thursday night, Washington at Dallas. A couple weeks ago, I thought that this Dallas team would, uh, you know, I I, I just you know, it's unfortunate because in Dallas, my all my fantasy teams are built around Dallas. I traded for Dak Prescott. Uh, I traded Julio Jones for Dak Prescott, actually, which. Uh, not not did not work out last week. Well, it sounds even more insane. Like your league is so quarterback uh, dependent. Well, D- Dak Prescott was the number two quarterback in fantasy, I think, at the time, and now he's put up zero points the last two weeks combined. He had like a negative one and a positive one. I, I it just I, I don't. Well, I, tra- I traded Dez. I traded Julio for Dez and McKinnon, so I made an equally stupid mistake. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I mean, Julio started really slowly. Right, they were each putting. I mean, Dez can't even and, start for me. Anymore, and McKinnon, over, like, McKinnon looked times. incredible. And Latavius Murray, I, I dropped him actually in the League of Leagues, and then you picked him up. Yeah, uh, um, like Dez basically, like I, I mean, in, unless you think he's better than Demarius Thomas, Dez can't even start for me anymore. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know him and Demarius Thomas at this point. All right, so uh, Washington Dallas, it, the game doesn't really matter, but Dallas has to get off the Schneid, right? Although I've been wrong with them every single. No, time. I think Washington's better than Dallas right now. I think Dallas is is in total collapse mode, and I think Garrett's going to get fired. 
it's crazy because he was literally the coach of the year last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think. Uh, and we did, and when we did our coach rankings just three or four weeks ago, we both had him like in the top twelve. Yeah, but he's they're not playing hard. Like it's you know at a certain I don't think he's a bad. It's hard coach. to it's 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 really hard to understand. Like the loss of Zeke should not explain how the offense literally. Right, like we thought it was they Tyron had, Smith, and then he came back, and and yeah. like now everyone thinks it's Sean Lee, and, but like how and also like Sean every Lee? team deals with injuries. Like deal with right, that, you know. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, someone said in the uh, in yeah. the thirty two fans Facebook group, they're like stars and scrubs. They're they're yeah, have like twelve good players and then forty one waiver wire guys. Well, that might be because Jerry Jones is their GM, which is a problem, right? Well, we don't talk about enough that the owner with like no football experience is their GM. It's kind of strange. Yeah, and then we wonder why that team uh, you know has won what one playoff game in the last twenty five years. All right, uh, Detroit at Baltimore is wait oh we're are we going by by excitement? How are we doing this? Yeah, we could go by excitement. All right, okay, so let's get the bad ones out of the way. San Francisco at Chicago, I don't care. Chicago's going to win, but I really don't care. Yeah, I don't Done. care either. I'm not even picking. Uh, as I said, Cleveland and the Giants are going to lose to Oakland and the Chargers, who those teams will get to 6-6, six and six, and, um, you know, uh, still alive in that crappy AFC West. Uh, nothing to discuss yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do think the Chargers are first key, but let's, uh, let's get them above 500 before we talk about them. Indy at Jacksonville, you know, again, don't care. Jacksonville is going to win. I think Jack, Jacksonville people have gotten a little too excited before the last couple of weeks, and then Bortles reminded everybody they still Bortles. Yeah, like Jacksonville's good enough to be a playoff team, but they they have no chance of going anywhere in the playoffs, no matter how good their defense. Yeah, is. I just imagine when they go down ten nothing in a playoff game, it's going to be unwatchable. You're going to have to switch a channel to golf. Yeah, I mean Bortles is the uh, garbage time king, but he's not the comeback king. So, yeah, all right. Uh, so that's uh that's another bad game. Mm-hmm. Denver at Miami. That, that's a terrible game. I'll say Denver will win that game, though. Actually, you know what? No. Denver hasn't done anything. I'll, I'll say Miami. These teams are both unspeakably bad. Yeah. Here's the crazy thing. Um, all of us, you, me, Bill, Sal, everybody guessed that Miami would be favored. And Denver's favored. How is Denver favored in Miami when they've lost, what, six games in a row? I mean, Miami's 31st in point differential. Only They're only eight points worse than the Browns. Yeah, but look at Denver the last six weeks. They're the worst team in football. I mean, if you're Miami... Like, do you go back to Tannehill next year? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you don't try and make a splash, try and get, like, Kirk Cousins or Tyrod Taylor or Eli or somebody? I mean, Tannehill's not the problem. Yeah. I I was so high on Gase, and I just don't know what happened this year. It's also, like, Cutler is awful, and Moore is not great, but, like, why is their defense the worst in the NFL? Yeah. They've literally allowed the most points. Uh, other than the Colts, yeah. actually. Second most points. All right. So let's stop talking about these two terrible teams. But I'm picking Miami. You too? Um, no. I'm going with Denver. I think Simeon's the best of those three Denver quarterbacks. Yeah. He's back by default. Yeah, Simeon was, in hindsight, Simeon was pretty competent, honestly. Well, no. The first two weeks he was, and then he became terrible. Right. No. He had a few good weeks. Fell yeah. off the map. Uh, he's one of 12 All guys. Right. Battle who- of the Bays. Green Bay really screwed me. They uh, they they go into you know I I see how bad Brett Hundley is, so I pick them to lose. They go into Chicago and win. Then I'm like, oh, they're actually good. I pick them to win. They uh they come home to Baltimore and lose. And then I and then I pick Pittsburgh to cover thirteen and a half, and they go into Pittsburgh and they almost win that game. So uh, I'm gonna be wrong on Green Bay as I am every week, but I'll say the Packers beat the Bucks. I just think the Packers are playing harder than the Bucks right now. That's almost like what you have to go off of in these games with bad teams. Similar to the Bulls, right, we have go. to do it. We're in a pool where we have to predict the Bulls in a couple of weeks. It's like. Just, oh my God. We're basically just gonna have, you're gonna have to predict like who's trying harder. It's a complete crapshoot. No, yes, yeah. know anything. Oh, literally, Robbie's the only person who knows anything in the whole pool. Yeah, who, who's whose genius idea was this? 
All right, you're not answering. It's here. Okay, let's get to the half like scores. The Rams at ball. Arizona. Arizona a little feisty last week. Yeah, I mean Arizona like is competent. Like they like yeah they lost their quarterback, but their quarterback wasn't even good anymore. Yeah, um, the Rams are going to win this coach game. Coach coaching for his job. Yeah, of course the Rams are going to win this game. Wait, which coach? Arians? Yeah. You think he might get fired? I think he might. I, I like. I don't I think, think he's gonna he re- will people, necessarily, but it's people say he's going to retire. Yeah, or or that he's old. Um. Yeah, yeah the Rams are going to win. All right, uh, Houston at Tennessee. Did we discuss this game? No, not yet. Yeah. Houston's just – it's really incredible how they went from literally the best quarterback in the league to literally the worst quarterback in the league. I mean, Savage thinks it's it ruins Watson – like we said ten times, Watson going down ruined the season because – I mean, I don't know how much better they'd be than the 7-4 and four that the teams are chasing, but like a, a first round of the playoffs with Deshaun Watson sort of like debuting – in the playoffs. Would, yeah, would I mean, if you remember, after that great Seattle game, I said at the time, Houston had no chance to make the playoffs because we looked at their schedule. Right. So, th- obviously, they'd be much, much better yeah. with Watson. But their schedule was unfavorable, and Jacksonville, Tennessee had too many games. Yeah, no, in it hand, might have so. been too big of a hill, but, like, these games would have been exciting. Yeah. And, like, he revolutionized, like, fantasy football for the teams that had him and Fuller and Hopkins and everybody. Yeah, it's funny. He was traded for Jordy Nelson straight up in my league, in that same league. That's like trading And that trade crap, went... Well, that trade went backwards and forwards in like six different directions. Why it was such an awful trade, and then it turns out that it's completely irrelevant, irrelevant. in both directions. Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, uh, we're both picking Tennessee. Obviously, New England at Buffalo. Does Buffalo have a? Sl- I really desperately want Buffalo to miss the playoffs by one game so that McDermott can be fired. I don't think he's he's definitely I mean, re- not getting fired. This is an insane take. It's just it's it's just incredible that. T- but but he made one of the worst coaching yeah, decisions. No, he of all did. Time. He's not getting fired though. Yeah. It's a fireable offense to me. Uh, Tyrod Taylor now six and four. Unfortunately, uh, they have one game with Peterman, so they're six and five. It, oh, it'd just be great to see them beat. New Patriots England, are going to murder them. Gonna no, happen. the Patriots are going to. The yeah. Patriots are rolling right now. Yeah, I think Patriots going to cover. But all right, uh, Kansas City at your Jets. All of a sudden, this is a monster game. Your Jets have found to get ways to lose at the last second every single week. And last week, I mean, the Jets could easily be in the playoff cover. race. Like the the Jets have lost yeah. so many close games. They could be, and they should be. Kansas City, they're in the conversation for the worst team in the NFL. I mean, That's seriously, crazy. they started 5-0. and They started 5-0. and Since then, they're 1-5, and with their only win being against Denver, I mean, they still who's, have a who's on a six or seven game losing streak. They... Not, not the last six weeks. No, I, again, I'm saying the last six weeks. Uh, the last six weeks, I, I, they are listen, probably the third or fourth worst I, team I in football. Think, I, I think they're good. Like, this is the type of the team the Jets lose to. The Raiders destroyed the Jets earlier this year. Like... I, I could see the Chiefs winning by 14 points. Yeah, the Raiders didn't go six weeks with only getting one win, like Kansas City. And the Raiders has. aren't good. Yeah. Um, uh, they have the worst defense. I guess you're right. Uh, the, you're right. The Chiefs are going to win this game, Yeah, right? they're definitely going to win. The baller move is to pick the Jets. I, I'm going to pick the Jets to cover because three and a half is too much. Three I think and a half is, is, is like more, you know, three makes more sense than three and a half, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Uh, Detroit at Baltimore. This is a great game. These teams are, are well. You've sort been of so down in Detroit, mediocre. but like DVOA likes them. I think they're eleventh overall in DVOA. Like you're, you're. Uh, well, my po- well, t- uh, I'm not. No, I'm not. On my power rankings, they're like thirteen or twelve or something. And so is Baltimore. These teams are both just good enough to just barely miss the playoffs. Detroit could be the third best the team in the AFC for all we know. Baltimore is just such an. an I mean, there's. I mean, it's sort of a classic Baltimore team from fifteen years ago. They have an incredible defense. Do you know what fan like the NFC offense. record versus the AFC? I should have done this before we started. No, but I I knew it a couple weeks ago. I haven't updated it. Yeah, because I feel like this is like mediocrity in the NFC versus mediocrity in the AFC, and whoever wins this is the better conference. That's what I'm deciding. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm picking Baltimore for sure. They do one thing really well, which is play defense. 
I don't think the NFC like just looking at it, like Atlanta went one and three and, and shouldn't have beat the Jets. Um, yeah. Like, you thought Detroit was going to be favored in this game, by the way, which to me is a little crazy. I mean, like Detroit's going to score points. Can Baltimore score points? The thirty-second best pass team in the NFL is Baltimore. Yeah, but they have a top three defense. I mean, like they're not going to like Stafford is going to get his seventeen or twenty, no matter what. I don't know. Matt Stafford really gets rattled. Does he? You know, he came back against the Vikings to make the score a little bit closer, but in the first half, he was just airmailing passes all over the yeah, place. Yeah, he was not great in the Thanksgiving game, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I think part of it is the fact that he was getting hit a lot. You know who absolutely sucked last week? Yeah. Cam. He was so bad against the Jets. Just missing so yeah, many open and, receivers. And, and, and yet somehow they, they cover that spread easily, which drives Well, me. they scored back-to-back touchdowns on defense and special teams. Yeah, yeah. All right, who are you picking, Detroit or Baltimore? I'm going to go with Detroit. I'm just going. It's an NFC over AFC pick. I got to be honest. This podcast is not one of our better efforts. No, for sure not. No, this is probably like a bad <laughs> when you re when you re rank them at the 200 mark. This is not going to be there. <laughs> Low energy. Not much to talk about. Hopefully people like the Baron Strowman story at the beginning. Well, we had to try it like five times to get. Yeah, it this, to yeah, start this took like two hours to get started. The technical difficulties. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. This is a good game. Not a great game. We have three great games this week. But this is a good game. Uh, I thought that uh, this game should have been Pittsburgh favored by like one at the most. Pittsburgh this entire season, they have one road win by more than five points. Uh, they've struggled on the road all season long. You know, they've lost to crappy teams like Chicago on the road. Uh, Cincinnati started really badly, but since then has been, you know, about a 500 yeah, team. They are, okay. they are probably like the 16th or 17th best team in the NFL. They are like yeah. literally the definition my, of... And yet Pittsburgh's favored by six and a half. My lock of the week is Cincinnati. Put all your money on Cincinnati to cover. Well, you hate Pittsburgh on the road. Uh, yeah. I'm going with, I'm going with the Steelers here, though. To win? Yeah. I think you're... Well, you're probably right. I'm just saying cover the points. But you know what? I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Cincinnati's going to win this okay. game. We got a, We got an argument here. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Ari Gold pointed out that Cincinnati's like 0-7-1 in their last eight against Pittsburgh, so probably doesn't Against the spread well or overall? Overall. Are they have a tie? Cra- yeah, by the way, it's crazy that the 10-minute overtimes has not resulted in a single tie yet. There's going to be a season in the next five years if they keep I, this rule that has six ties in it. I mean, I love ties. Everyone knows I'm, I'm pro-tie. Really? Do you, you know, I'd, since I, since I moved overseas in 2012, I have not put on a tie once. Yeah, you've said that on your side. What do you? Time. That's an amazing stat, though. I'm running on, on uh, over five years of not putting a tie on. Like I don't even know if yeah, I remember on. how to tie one. You know, you in addition, in addition to let's let's clear, let's let's state the terms very clearly. You haven't put a tie on overseas, or you haven't put on a tie even when back. Oh, in even America. when back in America, because when I, nobody expects the like the foreigners to wear to wear ties. It's a New York. Uh, so what scenario would you have to be in to wear? A tie? I think uh, you don't uh, have to uh, wear uh, a tie. Uh, the, the scenario for me to wear a tie is an Your kids' wedding is an American wedding. No, not my kids' weddings. No, definitely not. Oh, cause, oh, if, yeah, okay, if they're all right. Uh, it, so so my, I have two little but in, sisters. But an American wedding, they're probably but hold both on, but An American wedding where you're like in the wedding party, right? An American wedding where I'm in the wedding party is the only scenario. Will so I at your sis, at your sister's wedding, I have two little sisters who are not married. Yeah, will I be invited to their weddings? To my sister's wedding? Oh, you mean because you were invited to my? You were, yeah, yeah, you were invited to my brother's. Well, wedding. I mean, you'd have to like join my sister's fantasy, like. Uh, I mean, no, no, no. Well, whatever. I'm just gonna come anyway. We, we could podcast there. Um, Although it's been done before. Yeah. I don't know. My sister, I don't know. I don't know if I have enough like I feel like you have more say with Sammy Chester. 
to like get me invited to the wedding, then like I have no like I'll be lucky if I'm invited to my sister's wedding. Like I don't know if I can. I had no involvement in you being invited to Sandy's wedding. I know, I know, but I, like I don't know if I'm at this at the point where I could like. Invite I, I said him. I said you know Kiva was planning on crashing, and then I heard you invite him. Why would you invite him? And he said, oh, because I email him from time to time with fantasy football questions. <laughs> oh, by the way, Low the best thing I ever did was join a league with him because now he can't ask me questions anymore. He would like he would be very demanding. Like, so he would he would send us like long emails every week. Uh, yeah, but I don't think I have a, like any authority to like invite my friends to my sister's wedding. Eh, you just crash. All right, we have three phenomenal games this week. Let's get okay. to them. All right, in third place, I'm going to put Philly at Seattle. Seattle, the, I think the injuries are really starting to do them in. I would love to see Seattle win this game, but I, I think it's hard to do. Here's the thing. I've cracked all the numbers. I've crunched the numbers. I've cracked them. I've crunched them. I've done everything mm-hmm. else you can do to them. If the, if the Eagles lose uh, either this week or next week to the Rams mm-hmm. and the Vikings can hold serve, like catch up one game, the Vikings will get the uh, home field advantage of the wow. playoffs. Do you know so I, I de- yeah. that um, like on ESPN you can see how much tickets are going for in every game? So like yeah. at Dallas Stadium, mm-hmm. you get $7 tickets. Although that's like, I think like probably obstructed seats because it's such a big stadium. Yeah, I'm sure. The most <laughs> expensive seat of the week is $80 for uh, Chargers-Browns because I guess the Chargers are good now and that's a small stadium. And they're also probably not sold out, so that's probably just like the available tickets. That's what you can get them for. Yeah. Except the Seahawks game is $175 for the cheapest seat against the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, it's a great game. Right, but they also have the only team left that still has good fans. Yeah, it's on Sunday Night Football. It's it's a great game. It's, It's the best team in football coming to town. I think Seattle's the Eagles are going to more crush than a three-point underdog at home for the, the Eagles first are time in like this game by years or something. Points. Lock of the week. The Eagles are going oh, yeah. to no question. Lock of the week. Wow, they're going to kill them. You know what? Just for that, and just because I'm desperately rooting for Seattle, I'm taking the Seahawks, baby. Okay, that's a mistake, but do it. Yeah, uh, it probably is a mistake, but uh, I, I just I need the Eagles to lose one of these. Uh, but you know what? The, next we have the Vikings at Atlanta, and I hate to say it, but I'm picking the Falcons. And obviously you are. Yeah, I'm picking the, the Falcons. No, I like the Vikings, but I'm picking the Falcons at home. I would I would pick if this game was in Minnesota, I would do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just – every week I've been picking against the Vikings myself. I picked them to lose to Detroit. I picked them to lose to Washington. And I've been proven wrong week after week, so I feel good about that. But uh, Atlanta, they look like they're back. And, I mean, I mean Atlanta just – their schedule doesn't let up, right? I mean, next week they play probably the best game remaining on the slate in the NFC. They're hosting uh, New Orleans. And they're going to they're gonna host New Orleans again, by the way, in week 17. Or no, excuse me. Then they host Carolina in Week 17. They host New Orleans again in Week 16. Yeah, they haven't so played New Orleans. These Atlanta, yet. New Orleans, Carolina. Yeah, that three-way is going to be really exciting to well, see. Well, they have one. They have and, four uh, really difficult games: two against the Saints, the Vikings, and the Panthers. And they have one uh, yeah. not hard game. That's Monday night Tampa. in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. It's just interesting though how the NFL really lucked into this with that NFC West having three elite teams and they're all facing each other every week in the last four. No, for sure. Season. Like there have been no good games the entire season, but now they're about to start. Yeah. All right, so let's get Carolina at New Orleans. They're both eight and three. Carolina has been a really quiet eight and three. Yeah, quiet eight and three. I, I like the Saints in this game. I just like I, Carolina has weeks where if Cam is not accurate, you're not going to be able to move the ball enough to keep up with Breeze's twenty eight points. You know, I just think right yeah, now, you know, I, even though like Funch is playing out of his mind, like Olsen was basically useless when he came back. They just they they need to get a like a wide receiver one in the offseason, the Panthers. Well, they just traded away one. Well, I mean, Benjamin. in their so. mind, he was a wide receiver three, and that's why they traded. And the year they didn't have him, they went fifteen and one, so they didn't seem to need him. I don't think the year that's he was injured that season. Yeah, well, that was the season where I went to the Carolina at New Orleans game, which was a phenomenal. You've game still not been to the Vikings' Saints new stadium, right? Correct. I'll be there for the Super Bowl. 
Well, what I mean, happened? What joke, happened to like, the uh, South African reunion? Oh, my, my dad put the kibosh on it over Thanksgiving dinner. My mother mentioned it actually again. And my dad said, when is this again? My mom said February 4th. My dad said, absolutely not. Veto. Your, da- your dad has veto power? My dad doesn't have veto power. I don't even, I'm not even allowed in the conversation in my house. He's not going to South Africa if the Vikings have a chance to be in the Super Bowl. Now, we both know the Vikings aren't going to be in the Super Bowl, but my dad is, you know, deluding himself oh, right man. now. That would be, it would be great for the podcast if the Vikings are in a Minnesota Super Bowl. I mean, it'd be great for a lot of things, yeah. but yeah, that's not going to happen. All right, so we're picking New Orleans to beat Carolina. Is that right? Uh, yes, for sure. All right, uh, we have five disagreements. That's good. We won't have another tie because even though I, I'm I'm pro tie in the NFL because it's funny, but I'm not pro tie in like our stupid little gambling bets because you know that helps nobody. So all right, this was not the best episode. No, but we, you, uh, you know what? We'll give the Team Tebow speech next week. We will come back. Like no one will try harder than us. We'll do our best. Uh, do you want to do you want to give like a plug for one of the exciting things we're doing next week, or keep it secret from the listeners? I have no idea what we're doing next week. Do you know? Are we doing something? <laughs> All right, I'll keep it a secret from you then. Also, oh, you know, we, we have a plan for next week. Uh, no, I have no. We idea. have we have top ten TV shows <laughs> and top ten podcasts uh, that we always do, but those will be a little later in December. Yeah, actually, you know what? Next week we're gonna uh, people have been you know enjoying my posts on on the Facebook group. Next week we will recap the uh, regular season and preview the playoffs of the thirty two no, fans we will not podcast. Do that. Fantasy you can do that in the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group if you want to see that. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Kiva, I'll talk to you. Bye.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.